0: I'm Crystal DiMicelli, and welcome to the Forces for Nature show. Do you find yourself overwhelmed with all the doom and gloom you hear of these days? Do you feel like you, as just one person, can't really make a difference? Forces for Nature cuts through that negativity. In each episode, I interview someone who's doing great things for animals and the environment. We talk through the problem they're addressing, the solution they have found... We'll keep some going, and we'll leave you with practical action tips so that you, too, can become a force for nature. Today's guest is recycling guru Ryan Hickman. He's recognized as the 2017 Citizen of the Year by his hometown, has appeared on The Ellen DeGeneres Show, was featured in Time and National Geographic, etc., etc. Oh, and he's 10 years old. He started his company, Ryan's Recycling, when he was only three and is on a mission to keep our streets and our seas trash-free. He just goes to show you that you're never too young to make a difference. Hi, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining me on Forces for Nature. It's so great to have you. Thanks. So, by the 1960s, the first recycling programs as we know them started to pop up. However, 60 years, better technology, and more eco-awareness later... The U.S. still only recycles about 25% of the recyclable waste available, so many people aren't recycling as much as they can be, and maybe that's because they don't realize how important it is. Ryan, why do you think it's important to recycle?
1: Well, it just keeps cans, bottles, trash, really anything that should not be in the environment, out of the ocean, landfills, off the ground, so animals won't get or eat it and get sick or die.
0: I think that's a pretty good reason. And you seem to have felt this way for a very long time, because when you were just three and a half, after your dad took you to visit a recycling facility, you declared that you were going to start a recycling business.
1: And you did. Tell me how your recycling business works. Well, right now, uh, whenever one of my customers calls us, we schedule a pickup. It's usually on weekends, like Saturday or Sunday. And then we, on that day, we go pick up from them. We either take it straight to the recycling center or we take it home. We sort it. Uh, we keep it till we have enough, then we give it to the center.
0: You must have a pretty big business by now. You're ten, right? Yes. Almost eleven.
1: Almost eleven in about one and about uh, one and a quarter month. July seventh.
0: Well happy birthday coming up. Happy early birthday.
1: <laughs> so do you have a lot of people
0: who call you and ask you to pick up their recycling? Yeah.
1: I think I have like five hundred customers. You have 500 customers? hmm
0: I was actually not expecting you to say that. Wow. And you pick all that up every weekend?
1: No, not, not from everybody. Oh, okay. Like, maybe I pick up from, like, 10 people each weekend.
0: Wow. That's pretty impressive. And what kinds of things do you recycle?
1: I recycle cans, bottles, and glass. Oh, Only okay. beverage containers, though. Only beverage containers. Okay.
0: So not necessarily, like, a glass jar of olives or something.
1: Uh, like jars, we actually can recycle. We toss them in with the wine bottles because uh, there is no a COV value on them. So we stick those in the same bin. But for everything else, it has to be beverage. Okay. But jars we can take. So it can't be like if you go to the store and you get a little like plastic box of strawberries, we cannot recycle that. Oh, okay. What's a COV value? CRV. CRV value. So like on... A water bottle on the side, it should probably say CACRV, which means California Cash Refund Value. Just a couple of states have it, I think it's like 10 or 11 states have the refund value. It would say the state's initials on the side with the CACRV next to it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And, and those are the states that you could get money for. Like, I, I take milk jugs, and milk jugs that does not have CRV value on it, or CACRV, it doesn't say, but I still take those. We have a special bin for stuff that does not say that. But that's still a beverage container. So
0: it's recyclable, but you can't make any money off of it. Yes. That I understand. Mm -hmm. And how much have you recycled so far? How much have we recycled?
1: 900,000. My dad says 900,000. 900,000 bottles. I don't keep track of the stuff my dad does. (laughs) That's really impressive. Do you have a goal of... Reaching a million cans of bottles recycled
0: million cans and bottles. And then what? where do you go from there? What do you do after that? Reach two. <laughs> nice. And now recycling can actually be quite confusing. For one, there are different numbers on plastic bottles that indicate different things. What do these numbers represent?
1: The numbers like one through seven, they represent like what type of plastic. If you would be holding like a normal water bottle, if you flip it over, there will be like a little triangle. For water bottles, it should probably be number one and and then it would say pete or maybe it's just p am not quite sure that's one type of plastic then another one says hpde or something which is number two plastic and then it's just a bunch one plastic one two three four five six seven
0: are all of them recyclable
1: yes but like some things like styrofoam i think that says like number five but no that cannot be recycled. No styrofoam.
0: Well, that's a lot of little things to remember in order to keep things straight. Mm-hmm. Do these items need to be cleaned beforehand?
1: A beverage container, if it still has the cap on, it does not have to be clean. But if it's another like container, like a yogurt container, yes, that has to be clean.
0: I actually thought you had to take the cap off of bottles when you recycle no. them.
1: No, they could stay on. Oh, well, we don't. Some recycling centers do, but uh, the center that we take it to, we don't. And if we would be tossing it in our normal recycling bin, too, we don't have to take off the caps if we're doing that, too, just at a curbside recycling bin.
0: That's good to know. So it just depends on where you live.
1: Yeah, it depends on where you take your stuff or where you live.
0: Yeah. Well, another thing that can be confusing is exactly what can and cannot be recycled. How about we do a lightning round of five items and whether or not they can be recycled? Sure. So,
1: okay, a pizza box. The top half, you can only if it doesn't have grease. The bottom half, they always have grease on it because pizzas is greasy. That will either have to be composted or in your trash can. But if the top half doesn't have grease on it, that can be recycled. But grease is a no. What if it has melty cheese on it? No. Like, the same as grease. It's food. Food does not get recycled. Gotcha.
0: Uh, how about coffee or soda cups?
1: It depends if the plastic or styrofoam. Styrofoam I already says no. But if it's like a plastic cup, it has to be rinsed out.
0: So the coffee cups I get, let's say from Starbucks, for example, they're they seem like paper, but they also seem a little plasticky on the inside perhaps. Is there is that different?
1: Is it like when you get like a hot beverage, like those drinks? Yep. Mhm. I'm actually not quite sure. I don't really get those a lot from Starbucks, but if it's Paper and plastic, I would probably say sure. But my saying is, um, wait, what is my saying? Um, <laughs> what when, is, when in doubt, yeah, when in doubt, throw it out. My dad remembered. Yeah, when when in doubt, throw it out. Now, what about the
0: tops of your soda cups or coffee cups?
1: Those, mm-hmm. again, it's the same. Styrofoam, no plastic. It has to be clean paper like that. It depends on like what material it is. Or when in doubt, throw it out. I'm actually not quite sure, but like if you go to Starbucks and you get like a little thing to hold your drink to not burn your hand, that is totally recyclable. The little like cardboard hoard, cardboard holder.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought that might be.
1: So a little outside the interview
0: side note, to my point earlier, recycling can be confusing even to a seasoned professional like Ryan. After the interview, I did a little digging and found that to go cups that have a waxy lining which are all the ones I've ever seen, are not recyclable. And acceptable items in general depend on your municipality, so you have to give them a call and find out. But more info on that later. Let's get back to Ryan. Now, from what you're saying, I think I might know the answer to the next one. I was going to ask you about peanut butter jars.
1: If they're clean.
0: If they're clean. So you have to get all that peanut butter stuck out of the jar. Yes.
1: If you can't, it will have to be trash. Because okay. if it's dirty it will be contaminating the load. You definitely don't want to contaminate the
0: load. Uh what about plastic bags? Plastic bags.
1: Some people like some trash companies do recycle it. Like ours on a recycling bin outside, it does say plastic bags, but I d do, don't think that they recycled them. I think I think you're allowed to toss it in the recycling bin, but they just pull it right back, back out. I really don't think plastic bags are able to be recycled. But in some places you're your, reu- or your plastic bags, you could take it back to, like, a local collection point, like, or your grocery store. Some grocery stores take them back, like, near me. I don't think they do, but some places I know that they do. So you
0: have to check with your local grocery store. And last one, how about cardboard packages with tape on them? Like, the stuff that you get from maybe Amazon or delivered to your house?
1: Uh, yes, those are recyclable. Even the tape? Um... It's like really hard to rip off the tape, and I haven't really thought about that. We've just been recycling them. Okay. So they take them. It's mostly cardboard. If it's mostly recyclable, I usually recycle it, like cardboard boxes. Mm -hmm. A big box with a tiny bit of tape, that's probably fine to recycle. It's just a smidge. That's good to know. All right.
0: And I'll put these items and some more on the show notes for people to reference later on, um, because I know a lot of people have the same questions so they can check that out on the website now what happens if something that can't get recycled gets thrown in with the recycling like that dirty peanut butter jar
1: that can't it contaminates the load and if if, like the garbage truck picks up one bin full of contaminated stuff the whole load goes straight to the landfill
0: the whole garbage truck full of
1: stuff Mm, pretty much since it's contaminated you can't recycle it anymore just from that one jar or, not, not from like literally one jar, but like maybe a hundred jars in a big load that's all dirty. That contaminates it. Whoa. Sometimes it goes straight to the landfill. Okay. Like right uh. now, uh, I think all the trucks here are dumping at the landfill because there's not enough employees to sort the recycling. Oh, because of the pandemic. Mm hmm. So I, we think it's all going to the landfill right now. But still, just in case, we're still separating it at our house from trash and recycling. Just in case, you never know.
0: You never know, and it's it's something important. It's pretty worth the try. Yeah. Well, that's that's really something to keep in mind because I'll be honest. Like I'm guilty of throwing things in the recycling bin, thinking, "Oh, I'm sure it probably is recyclable." But if it can contaminate the entire truckload, then when
1: in doubt, throw it out.
0: When in doubt, throw it out. Gotcha. That's going to be my new motto.
1: <laughs> but if you aren't in doubt, recycle it. <laughs>
0: Sounds good. I will do that. Now, before 2017, the U.S. shipped a lot of its recycling to China. But in 2017, China said they wouldn't accept it anymore. I know. Did this turn out to be a roadblock for Ryan's recycling? Is it a challenge for you guys?
1: No, not really, because all my customers still give me the cans, the bottles. But um, more people are starting to litter more because they're like, it's not going to be recycled, so... What's the point? It, like pe- pe- People are now starting to do that even more because they're knowing that China's not taking it, so they're like, mm, it's not going to be made into anything new, so what's the point of trying to recycle it? Let's just throw it away or throw it on the ground. Meh.
0: <laughs> oh no, that's so sad. I really hope that's not the case for most places. And for the places that are still recycling, what happens to these items?
1: There's a place here in Riverside, California that It takes plastic and they melt it down into like these cornflake sized pieces of plastic or or these like little teeny pellets of sand, like the size of a pebble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they sell it off to people who want to buy it.
0: And then they do something with uh, those new pieces of plastic or reformed pieces of plastic. Yeah.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. I I at least know that. I'm pretty sure that all my stuff is going to this place uh, in Riverside. It's pretty cool there. It's like brown bottles go off in this conveyor belt, green on that one, clear straight ahead, random colors on the other one. It's pretty cool. Do you know that some clothes now are being made from recycled plastic? Yes. I actually have uh, shorts being made from recycled plastic too. Oh, for Ryan's recycling? I'm partnering with this company called SandCloud, and uh-huh. uh, we made this like logo with a sh- With like these little sea animals, but instead of throwing stuff on them, they're filled with trash. Oh, no. And the shirts are made from eight recycled water bottles, which is really cool. Each shirt. And they're called Make the Sea, or on it, it says Make the Sea Trash Free. Oh, I love that. They're really cool. I would suggest buying one.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go check them out right after. And I'm going to talk to you about those shirts again in just a moment. So my next question was going to be, have you seen a change in recycling since the pandemic started?
1: Yes, actually. More people are like recycling and becoming my customers because they're staying home, they're drinking more. The recycling bin's filling up faster and they're just starting to run out of room for the recycling cans, bottles, and they're starting to call me.
0: I'm sure they're drinking a lot more soda and juices.
1: Uh, So you hosted a few beach cleanups before, right? (laughs) Yes, I have. I think I did like three or two, like big ones. I even did a beach cleanup today. The beach was pretty messy though because of Memorial Day is today. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: If you could remember, what's the number one item you find in beach cleanups?
1: Probably styrofoam or straws. Oh, still straws? Zip ties or scrunchies. I find a lot of those.
0: Well, it's a bummer you still find straws. I thought that there was a pretty good uh, movement to get rid of those. So I know that you're saving up your recycling money to buy a garbage truck one day or for your college education, if your parents have any say in it, <laughs> but that's not all. You donate part of your profits to the Pacific Marine Mammal Center. What is it about them that you like so much?
1: I just like what they're doing and I like seeing all the animals there and I just wanted to donate The money for my t-shirts there. Oh, that's so great. And which, do you have a favorite animal? A northern fur seal. They had one about a year and a half ago named Heartbreaker. And I loved Heartbreaker because (laughs) she was very, she was definitely a heartbreaker. She broke my heart.
0: (laughs) Oh, was she uh, rescued and then released?
1: Yes. And they found her down here in like Orange County, Southern California. And she's supposed to be up north. Maybe Northern California, Oregon, Washington, I'm not quite sure. But it's in their name, Northern Fur Seal, so North.
0: She got a little confused. Mm -hmm. Hopefully she's she's doing better, and I'm sure she remembers you. Mm -hmm.
1: I was actually the one who released Heartbreaker back into the ocean. You did?
0: How did you do that?
1: Uh, We go to lots of releases when they release Mm -hmm. animals before COVID. And they knew that Heartbreaker was my favorite animal. And they said, hey, Ryan want to come down and release heartbreaker into the ocean on saturday the 15th i I don't know i'm just naming it saturday the 15th (laughs) sure we'll do that we have nothing planned that's a special moment isn't
0: it it feels really good to to see that Mm -hmm. and and because of your donations you helped to take care of her Mm -hmm. while while she was in the center so i i really admire you for that thanks now a lot of people, even myself sometimes, feel like the waste problem is so big that what could I possibly do? So why do you feel like you have the power to make a difference?
1: Probably just knowing that I could do a lot of stuff with the environment, like doing beach cleanups, inspiring people, but what you you could do is just making picking up a piece of trash if you see it in your community. it's easy. A little bit makes a big difference.
0: I agree with that, for
1: sure. If you pick up like a plastic cap from the gutter about going to the storm drain, that could save uh, like a turtle's life. That's true, because then the turtle won't eat it. Mm -hmm.
0: You've recycled almost a million cans and bottles, and so you've saved a lot of marine mammals. (laughs) Can you tell me about a time when you said to yourself, this, this is why I do it?
1: Probably just... When I had my last big beach cleanup, uh, about maybe a year ago, six months, about 500 people showed up, my dad said. Whoa, which beach was this? Laguna Beach. And was this something that you hosted? Yes, me and my dad. And the Today Show came and filmed it. Oh, congratulations. And
0: what can the listener do to help Ryan's recycling?
1: Just not litter, and if you see a piece of trash on the ground please pick it up. It's easy. <laughs> that
0: is pretty easy. I agree. And I I would suggest even if someone lives in California, what part of California?
1: Southern California. I'm in Orange County. So if somebody
0: lives in Orange County, that they should definitely become your customers, right?
1: Mm-hmm. All you have to do is go to my website at com and press schedule a pickup, and you could become one of my customers. When you schedule a pickup, you will notify us, you send your address to us, and we could... Come by and pick up your recycling when it's convenient for us and you. Is it only Orange County or do you go further than that? Just Orange County. Okay. Soon it will be bigger. Soon it will be bigger. I bet. Soon it will be really big. Maybe it's even uh, the whole U.S. But for, for now, it's just Orange County.
0: I bet that you can have a company that conquers the whole U.S. and cleans up all the recycling, making sure that everything that is recyclable gets recycled. I believe that's possible.
1: It would be cool if I'm able to use recycling in every single part of the world.
0: I agree. That would think, be cool. I think that's a fantastic idea.
1: <laughs> it's like I could be in every country every week or a new country every week helping them recycle. Do you like to travel? Yes, we do travel a lot. Nice. I like to travel too. Yeah, the last place I traveled was, I think, early March late February up to San Jose before things got really bad with COVID. And we went up to San Jose to a recycling center that opened up in November to take a tour and to speak to people about recycling there.
0: So you give, you have appearances too. You you speak to people about recycling. Yes. Well, it is very important to keep on teaching people and inspiring them to recycle. And how can people find out more information about Ryan's recycling?
1: Where you guys could follow me at and learn more about recycling is at Twitter, Facebook, and don't forget Instagram at Ryan's Recycling.
0: And your website too, right?
1: And my website at www.rhyansrecycling.com. I'll be sure to put those
0: in the show notes on the website so everybody can find the link. And if you buy a t-shirt, am I correct that those proceeds go to the Marine Center? Yes. Shirts or hats. Shirts or hats. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go buy myself one of those. Ryan, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for all that you do. You're making a difference.
1: Welcome. Thanks.
0: Now, how cute was he? (laughs) I don't know adults with as much dedication and focus as Ryan has. And to be so compassionate as to donate some of your profits to a cause that you believe in? I want to be like Ryan when I grow up. (laughs) But seriously... The waste issue is of epic proportions, and we need to do better and recycle more than the current 25% that we already are. However, what you can and cannot recycle is 100% dependent on your city's capacity and systems. Call them and find out. Luckily, those numbers are easily found online with a quick search. And until everything is recyclable, try to be more conscious in refusing, reducing, and reusing. If a 10-year-old can do it, we certainly can too. Don't forget to go to forcesfornature.com and sign up to receive weekly show notes, action tips, and be included in monthly giveaways. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to go to your podcast platform and please rate and review it. And don't forget to subscribe to never miss a new one. Hit me up on Instagram and Facebook and let me know what actions you've been taking. Adopting just one habit can be a game changer because... Imagine if a billion people also adopted that. What difference for the world are you going to make today?